Welcome to the Sisters in Zion podcast with Danielle and Kirsten, who are best friends and active members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is not an official podcast of the Church. This is a safe place for sisters to gather through conversations to draw closer to Christ. Hey friends, this is Danielle here with you with my best friend Kirsten. Hey guys, happy to be here. Yeah, we are really going to dive right into our podcast. I feel like we have so much to say. We we were just talking. (laughs) Go, go, go. We got to say it all. (laughs) I know. I'm like, wait, let's record first. So we love inviting you into our conversations. And I just want to, you know, kind of do a disclaimer. Like we are in no way, we're on a journey. We're in no way know every single doctrine. But what we share is where we're at right now and what we're learning. So maybe later on, maybe I listen to this in 10 years and I have learned different truths and that's great, which is just, this is our journey. We just want you to be part of that learning journey because it is a process. And one of the things I was thinking about in this learning journey is, you know, Kirsten, I've talked a lot personally, as well as on this podcast about, you know, the reality of evil influences. And one of the biggest tools that Satan has is remaining anonymous in our lives And having us believe in cultural traditions, or actually it's traditions of our fathers, those are some of the biggest, the most difficult lies to get out of beliefs, basically, to get out of our hearts. And and so as we're talking about this, you know, I kind of want to share with you my journey on the realization of the truth of evil spirits. So, and then we'll go into more of a discussion, just how that applies. And it's actually... um, you know, we've been teaching it in the church since the beginning, since Joseph Smith time, they heavily taught about evil spirits in the beginning days of the church, including they had the nature of evil spirits inside their young women manuals. I mean, this was a, this was a real important topic because when we, when we are, when we exploit how Satan works, oh my gosh, it just frees you. It frees you from blaming yourself or others. It's really cool. So I wanted to share a little backstory. So as you guys know, my background is in mental health. And I was in my master's program at this time. And I, I served, and I wanted to make a disclaimer too. I am in no way going to, I'm saying that people with mental health are, have worse, you know, things with evil spirits. But I am going to tell you a little story that brought me to understand how they work in all of our lives. So I go to visit one of the, one of the guys that I was um, serving as a social worker in my bachelor's while I was getting my master's. And he had dual diagnosis, meaning he has two different diagnoses. One was mental retardation, which is what it was called during the time I served him. And now it's called intellectual disability. And then he also had schizophrenia. So within that schizophrenia, he heard voices. And he would tell me, and I would, you know, I'd always check in, how are the voices? And he would tell me um, everything they would say, or, you know, every time I'd meet with him. And every time he would tell me what he would hear, it was so, I mean, so dark and evil. I mean, just, just foul, just horrible things. And at the same time, you know, I was working with this, um, with this guy. He's in his like uh, late 20s at the time. I was in a master's class. And in my master's course, I remember we were learning about schizophrenia and about psychosis, really, when psychosis is when you can hear her voices, uh, what we diagnosed, right? So we, it, we, in this Western, you know, total worldly view, we put these diagnoses into these categories and, you know, it's just, it is what it is. But in this book, it's saying that it's this 
it's a brain thing that makes them think they're hearing voices. It has to do with, you know, their one of their brain lobes that turns on this little thing that makes them hearing, they're hearing an outside voice, but it's really coming from within. And so I was like, okay, I was kind of accepting this like worldly scientific view because, you know, there's a lot of science base behind it. But then one day I met with him again and he proceeds to tell me this in horrible things, the spirits, you know, or the, the psychosis that he hears in voices. And it just triggered. I said, and I'm thinking, well, if this is just some little mechanism in the brain, why is it always evil? Why doesn't he have auditory things about unicorns and pegasus and rainbows? Like, why is it always evil? And what happened was this day, his, the voices that he heard told him, one, they, they tell him to kill himself a lot. The second thing is they told him that Christ was not the son of God, that this spirit that was speaking to him was. And that's where I just like, I knew, I knew that these, this guy and this ability he had to hear evil, it, it was, it was a real thing and it's really around us. So that's, that kind of led me on that journey to understanding. And I'm going to, I'm going to finish up around here. But what happened was later on, this was a gosh, five years later, I was dating someone who was not um, living the commandments, who was dealing with an addiction. And at the time I had this like one conversation with him, I had this like vision open up in my mind where he was talking to me, the guy I was seeing, um, dating and I could see that he, and he was saying not, not kind things to me. He was saying just like these kind of negative opinion things of me. But at the same time he was saying them, I could see these evil like little dark blobs all around him, about seven of them. And they were saying things about me and he was just repeating. And so what they were saying, and I was, I'd look at one that said something and then it would come out of his mouth. And then I looked at another that would say something would come out of his mouth. And it was just like, it was this weird like light went on obviously, but this weird situation where I'm like, wow, these aren't even your opinions. You're just taking a liking to these like dark blobs that are around you. So I share this because this journey led me to understand, and now I've studied a lot of the church history on it as well, to understand how evil works around us. And it has nothing to do with, you know, people with mental health necessarily. In fact, I actually think they have more of a gift to hear it better than we do. And so I think we end up taking it on. Oh, I feel so bad about myself. I, you know, I, whatever I suck, all this stuff. We take this negative stuff, just like I was telling you, the guy I was dating, he would hear these, um, or these, he wouldn't know they were, he was hearing evil voices, but he thought they were his own opinion. Whereas the guy I was telling you about with mental health, he actually knew they were outside. And sometimes we don't. But if we can understand and exploit them for what they are, we stop taking it on as ourselves. And, and so I wanted to kind of share that background on my journey as a mental health clinician, as well as spiritual journey of just understanding that we have good and evil, just like Moroni talks about, all around us always around us. And it's, it's what we choose to buy into or believe is what starts to really drive or influence our personality. And, you know, there's a couple kinds of spirits. We have evil, which are like 
the third of hosts of heaven that never got a body who always are trying to influence and possess us. And then we have unclean, which lived on this planet and then died. And they're also all around us and they did not live righteously and do not want to live righteously. So they have joined forces with the one third. So let's just, if we were really a mathematician, that's a lot. That's a lot of spirits that are unhealthy that are around us. Wow. <laughs> That's I know, deep. I'm, I mean, we've, we've talked about this a few times and every time we get into it, 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 it takes me a minute to wrap my head around it. And I think I would say, as I try to have these types of discussions with people around me, say, um, you know, my siblings or my parents or my other friends, you know, um, who maybe don't think about these things in this way, it makes my experience has been that it makes most people very, very uncomfortable. Like you see people start cringing, like, oh no, you're talking about The Exorcist, like The Exorcist movie that was made back in the 80s or whenever, I don't know, I never saw it. But when you think about evil spirits, what do you think of? Like, do you think of like, oh, some girl that needed like a priest to come and put water, you know, to like, I don't know, I didn't see it, but you guys know what I'm talking about. You've got a priest that's like, you know, sprinkling holy water on this like crazy little girl that's like possessed by demons, right? And, and I really believe that Satan has used that concept of evil spirits to disguise himself and his legions to make all the rest of us believe that even when we act or think or are a certain way, that that's, we're not possessed by evil spirits, only like really, really bad people or some girl in a movie or pigs in the Bible, only those things are possessed by evil spirits, not us. And that is what we are talking about today. We are exposing the truth that in all cases, you can know in all cases, if you are not in total alignment with love and grace, that I'm not saying your entire body is possessed by evil spirits, but I am saying that if there are evil influences around you, and evil is anything that is not in total alignment with light and our Savior Jesus Christ, there are only two sources of energy. It either comes from Christ or it does not. And so you can gauge yourself as you look at thoughts that you have in certain situations or about someone or about yourself and ask, well, is that in alignment with Jesus Christ? That's a good question to ask yourself. Is this in alignment with Jesus Christ? And if you have to say, well, no, but, eh, it's like, no, okay, so that's it. Like, so then there's nothing else. It is not in alignment with Jesus Christ and pure love. So therefore it has something to do with evil spirits. It has something to do with an influence around you, in you, above you, below you, that is influencing you for the negative. And I believe that we are all influenced by these things actually pretty regularly. And I also believe that Satan will take a certain situation um, and he knows what situations you're in, right? And he will exploit those situations. So something that started, um, I'll give you an example. I'm trying to think of like something specific, maybe between Danielle, you and I. Um, uh, I don't, we, we really don't have a lot of situations where we don't agree, but let's just say hypothetically, we didn't agree on something, right? You and I, Danielle. And, um, you know, we kind of got a little bit like offended, like you're offended and I'm offended. And we're both just kind of like, oh, I didn't like that she did that. 
like, oh my goodness, like this is really upsetting me. I don't like her reaction and I don't like how I feel about it. So we go our separate ways for a little bit and we think about it, right? Here's the opportunity. Right here is the opportunity to choose. I'm either going to choose to start hearing and believing and thinking negative things about Danielle, negative things about even myself in the situation with Danielle, um, low vibe thoughts. I feel like Satan and his minions just pounce on every possible situation to exploit it. This happens with my husband and I a lot. Like I was just telling Danielle before we started recording, I'm feeling like a lot of anxiety around certain activities and things that I'm doing in my life and business. I'm feeling kind of like a failure in a lot of areas right now. And, and the truth is, the fact of the matter is, I'm actually not doing a great job in a lot of things right now, okay? I am. And you can't say, oh, it's okay. I'm like, no, I really forgot to pack my kids' lunch. Like, I really did, you know? <laughs> but I get to choose. Like, I get to choose. Just like, you know, with Danielle or my husband, I get to choose the thoughts that I choose to have around that. And Danielle, you shared a, a phrase that you like to say, you ask the question, right? How would you like me to see this? So you ask the Savior in any situation with your friend, with your husband, your spouse, your children, yourself, any situation, there are minions there waiting to jump on you and make you believe and think, oh, I'm not good enough. She's this or that. He's not doing this. All these things are terrible. You know, life's going down the drain. All the negative, negative, whatever it is that you think that is negative, while those thoughts may have initially started with you, I do believe that Satan and, and all of those evil spirits and unclean spirits just jump on it and they just magnify almost like a it's like a sound wave and they're like boom like what can I just make sound bigger and bigger and bigger and turn it into this huge problem that actually wasn't even a huge problem to begin with but you were tempted to go down the road of, of oh I'm gonna feel all the sadness and all the anger and all the jealousy and all the hatred and all those things that actually are not necessary when you can start to ask the good questions, right? So you, you've got a couple of those good questions that you ask, right, Danielle? Yeah, well, you said the exact, the correct, I mean, just the best way to go about it is how would you have me see this and ask God directly because then it can open your mind to him instead of the evil influences. And, you know, and here's the thing is we're not saying like, oh, this is so bad. This is actually the purpose of life. I mean, if you pay attention to things we talk about in the scripture and the temple, I mean, basically that's the purpose. Yeah, but we're going to have power over Satan and we do have power over him. But for me, when I started really understanding, you know, the power of evil spirits, that how anonymous that he likes to remain, it freed me from so much. In fact, sometimes in my business, I'll have to deal with some, some people that just have so much negativity and I would try to please them and I'd feel so bad I wasn't, you know, and finally when I realized what drives that anger and blame and that offense, I was like, oh wow, you're friends with that side. I actually don't even want to talk to you about it. I'm not even going to try to reason because this is just, it's just pointless. And it helped me understand. And, you know, when we talk about like here's what I'm saying with possession, like from my, you know, what I've studied is that's, that's actually, you know, the purpose of life is to, is to gain power over that evil. And, you know, when we sin, it absolutely opens up a door that, you know, evil can get in and possess our bodies. It's just, it's just how it is. 
Um, but when we entertain their company, that may not mean that they're inside of our bodies by all means. And, you know, we've got the priests can cast that out. In fact, I cast it out if ever I'm feeling and I just, I just kneel down and I, I don't even have to be kneeling, but I'll just put my hand to a square and I'll just say in the name of Jesus Christ, please cast out every single evil influence. that's obviously plaguing me because I'm struggling right now. And I'll do that. And I can sense this peace that comes over me, which we know is from, you know, God, but the other, you know, the other point of that is if it's not possession, I mean, they're around us. They are hundred percent around us. And when we entertain their company, that means we're entertaining their ideology. We're entertaining mm -hmm. their need to us for us to feel offended or us to feel worthless, whatever it is. That's not godly. In fact, I have a list here. It says, this is uh, I can't remember where it's from. It's um, but it says it's from church. It says the spirit of heaven is a spirit of peace, joy, comfort, consolation and knowledge to its possessor. So, and then, so it's just talking about those are how you'll know really when it is like Moroni talks about with it's good. Anything that points to Christ is comes of Christ and is good. Anything that does not is evil. Yeah. It's, it is as simple as that. Right. And then when we put it into context though, like in, yeah, but right. It's like, yeah, but this and yeah, but that. So I have two scenarios. There's one thing I wanted to make a comment with what you just said. When you're having conversation and you can clearly see that someone is entertaining, like in your business or, you know, life situation where you can clearly see that someone is entertaining the ideology of evil spirits. It's like, hey, I love you as a person, but I actually am not, <laughs> I'm not in the mood or I'm not in the space. I don't actually have arguments with evil spirits. Like I don't, I don't do it. So, you know what I mean? So I think that it can help us and our listeners who identify that this person that we may be having a conflict with or something, it's, it's like you're almost having a conflict with their evil spirits too, right? So it's like, hey, how could we first remove the evil spirits from this situation, then have a conflict resolution? I'm not going to get anywhere in this conflict resolution with you and your minions or you and Satan's minions, right? So let's separate that. And how do we do that? You mentioned raising your arm to the square, um, doing something like just playing church music or something like a, an instrumental, like in the house, right? If this is a conflict in your home, um, different things like that, reading the scriptures together before having a conversation, you know, like doing something like, and that's, and for me, that's difficult. That's, that's like the, the exact example of, of, I don't feel like praying, you know, that like, oh, I don't feel like, but I don't feel like praying. I, I want to pray, but I don't feel like praying. Like do it anyway, you know, do the thing that's going to get you closer to the spirit, then try to solve the conflict. So uh, my second thing I wanted to say is I have a, a really good friend and she has a daughter who she was sharing with me is such a special girl, such a special spirit has had so many blessings, really talking about all of the beautiful things that she will create in her life. And currently she is not making good choices and really giving her mom a hard time. And I was listening to her mom and I just, you know, letting her vent and talk about her daughter. And I started counting the number of times that she said she was afraid or, and she was hurt and angry. Okay. And I, and I was listening to my friend. I am a good listener, but all of a sudden, because I've learned what evil spirits are and how they like insert themselves in every situation, I started listening to her speaking and I was like, wow. So when she was done and it was kind of my turn to speak, I just said with love, you know, I said, Hey, 
I know that you're hurting right now and this is a real situation that you're that you're dealing with that you love so you love your daughter so much and you want so much for her to be safe and cared for and on her right path and I just want you to pay attention to the number of times that you said you were afraid and angry and and she kind of got it you know and I, and I'm like just to be clear fear hatred anger they can disguise themselves as legitimate feelings, right? And they are. They, girl, feel it. You know, you feel it. But pay attention. Those feelings do not come from God. He's, he's literally incapable. Of, he does not create fear in us. So although the, this is a perfect example of what I was saying, although this, there is a situation, there is a true situation with her daughter where she cares so much for her and there's this true feeling, and then here comes Satan, right? Fear, anger, judgment, blame, shame. Uh, I'm going to say fear again, you know? Like it's disguised as her true feelings about the situation for her daughter. But if she could step back for just a second, and I know that is so difficult with children, it's almost impossible to be able to do that as a mother, or, you know, or as a, you know, caring for these little beings, right? Even your kitties. I know you've had some situations like that, even with your kitties, where you're just like, I'm so afraid. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I know. I know you are, but that's not a feeling that comes from God. So you can have a lot more power over a situation when you start to recognize the words and the emotions that you are attaching to that situation. Yeah, that's really a good example to showing how, you know, and it's like you said, it's really not like we're bad. It's part of life. We're navigating good and evil. That's the exact part of life. And, you know, when I started out this um, podcast right now, um, I had, you know, I was talking about my journey. One of the other things that really stuck, stood out to me is in the scriptures, how many times Christ cast out evil spirits. And I'm like, how come we don't really talk about doing that so much anymore? And I realized it's just another way of Satan's has remained anonymous. And it's a, it's a power we can do individually as well as with the priesthood. And, you know, I was thinking another applicable is I have found that when we, so like in our business, we go to a lot of big group meetings and we just were in this beautiful retreat in Hawaii with this about 500 and something people. And it was amazing. But I have also learned that when we all come together, we all carry our minions or our, you know, whatever's going on trying to attack us. And they have a special niche, right? That when we are in a group, there's the comparison, there's all these different things that they can get at you that they can't do in your own home. And maybe this happens when you're at church or you're at other big, maybe you're just with a group of friends and you, these issues, like, you know, we can say issues, but it's really these negative thoughts come up. And so I'm going to actually share a, a, a conference that Kirsten and I were at several months ago in Long Beach. And this, it was an amazing conference. And I was, Everything was going really good, and at one point, I had actually spoke on stage, and then I got down, and I was talking with Kirsten. It was at, during the little lunch break, and all of a sudden, I was just, I had all these negative things to say, and I was like, well, you know, they're not doing this, or well, they're not doing this, and then I just don't feel like I'm valued here, and I, you know, I started like voicing this negativity, and I feel like I'm not doing enough, and and she, she looked at me, and, and she goes, 
but you just were on stage and gave so much value. And she's like, so she was like trying to understand. She goes, okay, well, I want to, I want to understand you, but I kept contradicting myself and it was very interesting. I mean, now that I know what evil spirits do, I looked at her and I go, oh my gosh, I'm actually, oh, you know, listening to the ideology of, of obviously various spirits around me because I kept contradicting. I, I wasn't making a lot of sense. And she was trying so hard, bless her heart, Kirsten, <laughs> to make sense out of what I was saying, all this negative stuff about me and about the business, which none of it was true. It was just, I got attacked after being in a very um, wonderful moment for me and speaking to um, these, um, this amazing group of, you know, men and women. And they were like, okay, let's get her. Let's see if we can. And they did for a minute. And I looked at her and said, oh my gosh, none of this is true. That's all evil spirits. Please forgive me. And she goes, done. All right. Okay. And we cast them out and we're like, you know, in our minds and we're like, ah, done. And I can kid you not, this is how you know things are true, right? By the fruits of, you know, their, um, your labors. But we did that. I felt just at peace and happy and content, did not listen and buy into any other little tiny ideologies that tried to get in. I was like, eh, whatever. And I just ignored them and it strengthened me. And I noticed, you know, at this one we went to in Hawaii, I was, I was a little prepared. I'm like, okay, I know I still have some insecurities or whatever it is that's, that I'm a human being. I'm learning to love myself and my own journey and being around this group these minions are going to be like, Hey, let's pounce on her on these, you know, it doesn't really work in her living room. But <laughs> so we go to this event and, and day one, um, well, sorry, day two in this big meeting, I did, I, I struggled, but I knew it was this, the minions around. And I just, I just was keeping my head above water. I was not, I didn't, I tried my best to not take any of it on. I questioned a few of the insignificant thoughts about myself that came up. You know, some of them were just like, yeah, I don't know if I'm really know how to make friends very well. Little things like that, you know, where a little comparison with other people and, and I'm like, no, no, no. I know this is like a vulnerable spot for me right now in this group and it's okay. Well, while we, while we were there, um, I, one of the morning that, um, one of the mornings I was there, I saw this kitty cat outside and you know, my little love language is kitty cats now, but I'm super cute. And I was just like, Oh, how fun. And I go back to my room and I see that same kitty cat that I had seen on the other side of, you know, the hotel and in, um, in Kona. And I see this kitty cat curled up on a, on the little couch inside of my hotel room. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I was so excited and it stayed in the room with me all morning. And it was just this little like heaven sent, like God saying, I'm aware of you and I know you. And so the whole entire day that this was going on, this ideologies, I knew, you know, I knew what it was. I still kind of had to swim through some stuff. And then, then that next day, you know, Kirsten, I processed it that night. And then the next morning I was around the same group. Everything was great. 
I mean, it was just, I felt strong. I felt confident. I, I felt I had this value. I wasn't doubting myself or doubting my relationships with people. It was just, it's amazing. Nothing had switched except for my belief. And that's, I think, I hope that this little story helps you understand if you're beating yourself up, if you're taking on negativities about yourself, maybe your others or comparing and, or, you know, really swimming in some darkness, just know that that's evil. It's not, you're not evil, but it's evil trying to get you to do that. And it's okay to navigate through it. That's the purpose, but always, always turning to heavenly father to navigate through it. Yeah. You know, I also believe you, you started this conversation talking about traditions of our fathers and traditions of, you know, culture and things like that. And, and I, I mean this with respect, but like in my experience, I feel like even at church and in different, especially in Relief Society and as we follow our Savior, there has been a tradition to put ourselves down, actually, to, oh, well, I know I'm not, I'm not good enough. And it, it almost becomes this like badge of honor to put yourself down and to, to state that you're not good, you know, and, and just like, well, I know I got to work on this and I got to work on that. Like true. Yes. Good to be humble. I think there's a fine balance between being humble and feeling worthless and like kind of perpetuating this whole like thing, this journey that you're on. And I don't believe that that is how our savior, Jesus Christ wants to have a relationship with us. I don't believe that Jesus wants us to talk about how bad we are and how much we need work and how we're never going to amount to this or that, or, you know, like this, this enduring, it's like this enduring badge where if we're having a really hard time or we're going through some really deep trials that like somehow we're better in a way, um, this cultural feeling. I mean, do you know what I'm saying, Danielle? Like there's kind of like, what, what's been your experience with that? I feel like I'm, I'm wanting to bring it up, but I'm not, I'm not, I need help. Like remembering like exactly we've talked about this a few times though. Yeah, we have. Humility is not beating yourself up and putting yourself down. That's actually totally not humility. Humility is a, well, I, I call it like a humble confidence. Like you, you just, yeah. you know, in who you trust, you know, who you are, you know, you're navigating through life, but that doesn't mean like, you know, you don't get up and bear your testimony and say, Oh, well, I'm so bad. I haven't, I mean, that's just, that's just not helpful for yourself. And I think you're right. That's a tradition that, that we kind of take this badge on that. Oh, you know, I'm humble because I'm not, um, you're not doing something and I'm stating it to everybody that I'm not doing it. I think there's a difference right. in beating yourself up yeah. and. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just another way. There's a way we can love ourselves and say, I strive to do my family home evenings and sometimes I don't, but you know, I'm doing my best. That's great. Rather than, Oh, I don't do it. I'm not very good. I mean, just see the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good example. Totally. So, well, we, um, we just want you to know, I think for me learning and studying more about how evil spirits work on us, it just, it frees you. Once you can um, help, like help your uh, mind and your heart and your spirit understand what is attacking it, then it just, it gives you more power. And that's why I think Satan wants to remain anonymous. And I just, you know, invite you to ask Heavenly Father to navigate through that and for him to show you how to, and how to not entertain their company 
And, you know, you'll find even some, you know, TV shows or music that you're just like, I can't do that anymore. Like, I, I don't want to entertain that company. And if you think about, you know, we know that the spirit world is right here on this earth. It's not up in the heavens or in some other, you know, you know, planet. It's in, a, in our own dimension here in a different, you know, dimension, I should say, but in, in our own realm. And that means good and bad. And obviously when we have good spirits that pass on, they can't be in a room. Like let's say, you know, grandparents want to come visit, you know, me and I'm watching something that they're like, I don't, I can't be around that. They don't want to. And so it's only when that we can surround ourselves with things that allow the spirit in that evil doesn't want. They don't want to exist in that environment. And so I've noticed, you know, for me to find things to fill my house that do invite them in, um, I do invite good, good spirits in and don't and allow evil spirits in has helped me mentally be a way stronger, way stronger person, have that confidence, and especially more than anything, have that relationship with Jesus Christ. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. I hope it's been helpful for each of you. And again, just that invitation. And I want to repeat the phrase. I feel like one thing that we do on this podcast is we give you like, you know, different phrases like pace and grace. And um, anyway, and today and it really it, turn and learn pace and grace. I knew there was another one. And, and this one today is really asking heavenly father, how would you have me see this situation? Right. Anything, any conflict, any feeling you have when you show up at a conference and you're feeling certain things, stop and ask Heavenly Father, how would you have me see this situation? That's something I'm going to practice more, especially today as I'm kind of looking around my house at all the things I'm not doing, you know, and just, just view it in that different light and see how you can grow, that you do have work to do in navigating. It is the purpose of our lives to do that. But it doesn't have to be done with putting yourself down or putting others down and always looking at it in the light of Christ. Yeah. So. And, you know, and if you do, I just want to say, like, obviously, that's, that's the purpose of life is to navigate through it. If you have given in and like I have, you know, and, and bought into negative ideology or being offended and were rude to somebody, just navigate back. That's it's no judgment. It's the purpose. I just, I think that that's so freeing as well to know that, oh, you're not ba bad and you're not damned. You're not at all. That's just the purpose and just turn back. I just love like, yeah. you know, I was praying about something the other day to, you know, Heavenly Father. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, forgive me for this. And I just, again, the word's just done. Like, okay. Like, cause that's the purpose we're navigating. So we're here to navigate with you. And there's a lot more to talk on the subject. We've just kind of touched on a little and you know, we'll just bring more of it into because I feel like it's a, such a beautiful thing to understand the purpose of life and how to navigate. So, all right, everybody. Well, thank you for being on with us. Thanks, Kirsten. And we'll see you guys next, next week. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Sisters in Zion podcast. Music is compliments of Marshall McDonald and can be found on his Sunday Best album. You can share this podcast with others through your podcast app or Podbean website. Join us next week for more experiences, enlightenment, and conversations to draw closer to Christ.